Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. going on everyone how y'all doing tonight let me know where you're checking in from doing a solo live tonight got some party people in the house let me know where you're checking in from drop your favorite emoji tonight we're going to be talking about leadership and who do i listen to we're still talking about the the the, the challenges of wearing multiple hats so I kind of wanted to come on here and just discuss a few of the things that um, are important when you navigate the different hats that you're challenged to wear as a leader um, and then understanding um, kind of what that looks like and how that affects your your relationship on and off the the job. How do you become better? How do you be, become the absolute best that you can be? How do you deliver great results when you're in the middle as a leader? Hey, sis. Hey, Rachel. And one of the things that I realized is that, you know, on Monday, we talked about the leaders at the top and the leaders at the bottom. And it's easy. It's easier in those two positions at the bottom. It's one job, one hat. It's it's easy. You know what to do at the top. It's usually you're able to focus on self more. You're able to kind of, you know, navigate and, and give direction to others is typically one or two people that help you. Uh, Hey, Eric. And in the middle, this is where the biggest challenge is. And, and, and a lot of my focus is helping the leaders in the middle, helping people that struggle with that in the middle leadership, that in between, you know, aspect, because that's where most of us are. Um, there's, there's a few of us that will, that will catapult ourselves to the very top. There's a few of us that will, you know, um, you know, elevate to that level. But until then, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. The five levels of leadership, right? So understanding that and, and the, the, the place that you can make your biggest impact is in the middle. And, and here is why. The top leader depends on you. The bottom leader looks up to you. The people to your left, which could be your peers, your customers, your vendors. So this is on your left or your right. All of these people look to you. And so it's important that in the middle that you understand how to navigate these hats because you're going to have challenges from multiple directions. And I may try to illustrate this for you guys. I may try to show you what this looks like. Um, I think the easiest way to do it would be to um, kind of like share my screen, but I'm going to kind of like try to show you what I mean. And then if I feel like maybe I need to show it to you, I will create a little illustration for you and let you see that. So um, why is it important that you learn to navigate when you're a leader in the middle? And I think about it like this. Um, I, I really love to eat. I really enjoy eating. And when I go to restaurants, I can tell if there's great leadership based on the level of service I get. Have you ever been in a restaurant and the person that comes to the table is maybe not all in, maybe not all committed, maybe just 
there. Um, it seems like they're not present. Um, for me, that's happened multiple times. And it's, it's, it's discouraging at times because if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So why is it that people go to jobs and then not love what they do? And it's because they're, they're, they're trying to be going out there and getting paid. Now, you get paid by the value that you provide. And here is what I mean. Um, I've been in this program, um, you know, multiple times. And one of the coaches in the program will tell you that it's important that you understand the world will pay you to the level of the value that you deliver. So as a bagger, as a grocery bagger, one of the things that I really enjoyed was, was giving people an experience. I tended to make sure that I focused on, you know, helping people understand that I was going to take care of their groceries. I wanted to make sure that they had a wonderful day, even if they had nothing else, that they had a wonderful experience with me at the grocery store and then had a wonderful experience when they got home. So how can I deliver a wonderful experience as a bagger when they get home? Well, I made sure that their eggs weren't under their cans. I made sure their eggs weren't under their, you know, potatoes. I made sure their bread wasn't being crushed by the box of detergent. These little things made my customers realize that I truly valued them. I appreciated them. And then by the level of experience that I gave my customers, my tips were through the roof. I was averaging about $2 tips until I learned that I needed to appreciate the customers and they came in. They didn't have to come into the store. They didn't have to tip me. I worked on, I guess you would say commission. I, I worked on whatever I got paid. So I had to make sure that I separated myself from other baggers. I even had people that would come to the grocery store and they would stop the line to not get anybody else to bag their groceries because of the service that I provide. They would wait. They're like, nope, I don't want nobody else bagging my groceries. I want that young man right there. I don't even know his name. I want that young man right there because I delivered an experience. So now let's go back to the restaurant. If you're in a restaurant and you get this kind of off experience, it's because the level of leadership in that organization. And it all stems from where are you getting your direction? What type of hat are you wearing? So a leader in the middle, and this is, this is one of the things that you may not realize, the top leader in that organization does not make that organization run. That top leader gives you vision, they give you direction, but they can't inspire you. They can't motivate you. They can't drive you. They can't get you to do the job to the best of your ability. That is not their responsibility. That is your responsibility. So how do you get people to deliver amazing experiences at a restaurant? So now let's go back to the cook. And on Monday, we talked about the cook. The cook was good at cooking. You can't put the cook as a waiter, you can't put the cook to serve people. You, you, you can't do that. You can't have them run the register. Now, there is a different level of cook. This is that middle le level manager. The sous chef, the guy that's in charge of the kitchen, when he transitions from being a cook to a sous chef, he becomes that middle manager. His job changes from just cooking to managing the experience that people receive, 
to collecting the orders, to making sure the right people are cooking, to making sure when the orders come out, they're delivered promptly on time, that they're delivered to a high standard of excellence. He makes sure that everybody that comes in that restaurant gets an experience. So if the next time you're in a restaurant, you have a hard time with your waitress, think about the relationship she has with the sous chef, the person that's in that kitchen. Think about that person that is talking to her. I can get a lot of people to respond to me when I take my time to connect with them versus yelling at them. And most people, when the pressure is on, they don't know how to respond. All they do is react. So again, if you're in a restaurant and you wanna have a great experience, the place that you need to look is to the sous chef, right? I don't wanna put pressure on the sous chefs out there, but if your order is gonna get done right, if your waitress is gonna take care of you, it all stems from that individual because that individual is the gatekeeper between the cooking that's being done, the orders that come in, the orders that come out, making sure people are in the right position. And you know what happens is the owner gives the sous chef direction. The sous chef gives everybody else direction. The ultimate person that needs to be happy is the customer. So the sous chef needs to be in tune with what the customer needs, which is why he needs to rely on his waitress, which is why his waitress needs to rely on him, which is why he needs to rely on his cooks. It's important because when you're in the middle, you have to serve multiple people. And that's why it's important that you understand the hat that you're wearing. I cannot go back to wearing the cook hat when I'm the sous chef. I have to be the best sous chef that I can be. So I share that example with you guys because that is a perfect example of how you need to change your approach when it comes to being a leader in the middle. And here's here's where I'm going to dial it in for you guys. Um, one of the things that I've learned is when you change your hats, you can't change your personality. This is where people fall into the trap. This is where I fell into the trap. It's like you transition from being one of the workers to being a leader, and all of a sudden, you don't know how to act, right? You, you're in charge now. You don't know how to act. You Because you're in charge, we're going to do it this way. And you neglect everything that you learned up until that point. You, you neglect all the bad that you've seen and all the good that you've seen because now you want to do it your way. I, I, I mentioned before that one of the traps that we fall into is thinking that you can say something like, when I'm in charge, that is a trap, my friends. Uh, it's important that you learn. I have learned some of the most powerful lessons from the worst leaders. I have learned how not to treat people. I have learned how not to talk to people. I have learned how not to um, protect people. I've learned how not to gain respect from people, from some of the worst leaders. And those attributes are things that I want to navigate from. So as I've learned from them, I've taken them and I've put them in my not to do when I'm a leader list. And then I focus on the things that I want to do. Because where you're focus goes, your energy flows. And it's important that, you know, as a leader that you understand this, because for example, I cannot treat my spouse the same way that I treat my employees. 
the same way that I treat the people that I work with. That, my friends, is is a disaster waiting to happen. I can I can't go. I have to learn how to transition. So this is what I mean when I say when you change your hats, you can't change your personality. You can be the same person that you are. And this is going to be critical to your development, to my development. To me, it's been one of the things that has helped me understand why it is that I have continued to grow versus getting stuck. When I'm at work, I need to be more assertive. I need to be more clear. I need to be more transparent with some of the communication. When I transition home, I need to be more humble, right? I need to be, because I am going in, I am transitioning from a place of being in charge to being a partner, right? We are now equals. So when I come home, I have an equal partner and I need to be able to bounce ideas, communicate thoughts and come together and make a dynamic movement forward. If I was to take the same approach that I take at work, I would potentially, as a matter of fact, I know I would get in trouble because at work, I have to be more assertive. I have to kind of, at times, give the vision, give the direction and do certain things. But like as we shared yesterday, I can't come home and try to do that when maybe there's a plan already in place. Maybe there's something already going on. I have to be very mindful of how I show up at home. I need to show up ready. I need to show up engaged. I need to show up inspired to kind of like do whatever it is that my partner would like to do to to make it a a amazing, you know, relationship, an amazing journey for our kids. But I can't come home just doing whatever I feel like doing. That doesn't work well, right? So you you want to change your you you want to you don't want to change your personality, but you do want to change and adapt to who you're with. So, and what I mean by that is understanding that like when I communicate with this person, I still need to be myself, but I need to take a different approach, right? Your approach can be different, but you don't want to change your personality. This is where it's important that you're consistent because people are not going to know what they get from you if you're inconsistent. So the two things that you need to make sure that you are doing is make sure that your attitude and behavior are always consistent and predictable. If you're consistent and predictable, you will never have trust issues. But if you want trust issues, which we don't want, if you want trust issues, be inconsistent, have a bad attitude, and have erratic behavior. Do those things and you will have a lot of trouble, my friend. But if you want to be successful, if you want to create a legacy, if you want to create change, you want to create a dynamic organization, you want to make an impact in your home, have a positive attitude, have consistent behavior, and deliver day in and day out. Because you, my friend, have greatness in you. And the importance is getting it out of you, making sure that you tap into it every single day, every single day that you tap on it. Tap, tap, tap. I am ready to show up. I am ready to commit every day. The challenge is making sure that you remain consistent, that your personality stays the same, right? That you have a great attitude. You know, I was was sitting down today and I had an interview and um, during the conversation, one of the questions that came up is, how can I help you stay uh, and maintain yourself at a high level? 
And I, I had to think about the question because I don't think that there's anything that anybody can do to help me stay at a high level. And I'll tell you why. People that are externally motivated need to be charged every day. But if you're intrinsically motivated, if you're motivated from inside, if you're constantly driven because you want to be better, you want to do better, nobody needs to come around and, and pump you up because you'll do it for yourself. You'll find the energy. I, I remember when, when I was deployed, I was overseas. It was the first time that I was, you know, really kind of like on my complete own and I had no one to turn to. And one of the first things that I looked at was a picture that I had. It was a picture that my wife had shared with me and I had printed it out. And it was a picture of my first my my first uh, born child, uh, my oldest, Deontay. And he was sitting on Santa Claus's lap. And it was funny because every time I would see that picture, I would get inspired. And then it took like, I think it took like three days for me to realize that what I was feeling was my motivation inside to be a better person, to be a better father, to be a better husband, to, to make sure that I came home. And as I looked at that, that has been one of the most important times of my life because I, I look back now and I don't need anything to inspire me to go there. I go there on a consistent basis. Anytime I struggle, I tap. I tap in. I'm like, you know what? I talk to myself and it's so funny because I was trying to share this in the conversation and it was like, if you keep, if you keep speaking to yourself in the third person, uh, I think I'm going to need to take you to um, to somebody to talk. So I said, I go back and I tell myself, Christian, you got this. Like, there's absolutely nothing that you can't do. You have amazing abilities. You have amazing potential. All you have to do is go out there and do it. Like, there's nothing stopping you. The, the six inches right here is the only limit you have. You got to get past that. You have to move past that small portion that small place that is limiting you right now. And so, you know, we talked about making sure when you change hat, you don't change personalities. Another thing that I want you to think about, um, this is something that I had um, had to really kind of understand transitioning from a middle management to, to, to um, you know, a, a higher level of middle management is making sure that I didn't neglect any hats, responsibilities that I wore. And a good example of this is when I shared with you guys yesterday that at times, you know, I may transition as I'm transitioning from home to work and from work to home. Sometimes I may take on a more aggressive nature or a more passive nature, depending on where I'm at. So as I transition home, one of the things that I that I think about is, you know, how am I going to show up when I come home? How am I going to, you know, um, match and, and be that dominating energy without being, you know, inappropriate, right? So, and let me share what I mean by inappropriate. So 
I've always told myself that I always need to be the dominating energy in the room, right? Because I don't want anybody to bring me down and I don't want to ever feel like I need somebody to bring me up. So I always want to be the dominating energy in the room. But you have to know how to use that wisely. And so when I come home, one of the things that I always like to do is I like to 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 feel the energy in the room. I like to feel like what's going on. And so that all begins with listening. Then it transitions from listening to not necessarily answering problems, but maybe providing feedback. I think that's a great idea. Um, have you considered this? Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because if I was to to do what I've done in the past, it would look completely different. I would show up and I would say something like, no, I don't think we should do that. And that is where I used to fall in a trap. I felt like I could just say whatever I would say at work, at home. Well, my position changes, my hat changes, but I can't neglect that responsibility. So I need to make sure when I come home that not only do I balance out what's going on, that I feel the situation out, but that I present valuable, that I present equal feedback so that it's not like I'm neglecting my responsibilities. So that if I was asked by my wife to to do something with the kid, the, the, the kids, that I don't say, well, I don't have time to do that because I got to do this. You know, you have to be able to not neglect your responsibilities because you're still wearing a different hat. You're still at work. And I've talked about that before. Like if one of the things that I had struggled with, you know, early in my career is the transition from from work to home. I would be in the home, but I wouldn't be present. And, and it was really hard for me to do that transition because as I made that transition, I noticed that like all I would do is think about like, okay, what do I have to do tomorrow? What do I, and now it's like, pff, whatever. Like I, it's not that I don't care, but I need to give my absolute focus to what's in front of me right now. I give myself that flexibility, which is what I'm going to talk about next, because if I get too if I get too hard on myself and I think about all the things that I could have done better at work, I will never be able to do anything at at home, right? So I need to make sure that I do that. So I, I would I would challenge you. I would because I do this um, to maybe set up different work areas so that you know don't like neglect responsibilities. So. What I like to do when I come home, and um, this is something that I've learned, but I've tried to get better at as well. Um, my my um, my home has an office where I'm at right now. And what I normally do is anytime I want to work on something, what I typically would do is I typically kind of um, talk to my wife and I'll say, hey, I'd like to spend 30 minutes or an hour doing this. And then I'll, I'll come into the office and I'll work on that. And that's my work hat, right? And then I'll come back and I'll say, okay, hey, I'm done. What's what, what do we need to get done? How can I help you? And then do that. That helps me transition between positions and, and wearing my different hats so that there's no confusion as to what I need to be doing. So as soon as I walk in through the door, I transition from work hat to dad hat. And then I'm thinking, okay, I need, I have three hats that I'm wearing at home. I'm wearing dad hat. I'm wearing spouse hat 
and then I'm wearing entrepreneurial hat, right? And so I got to make sure that between those three hats that I'm wearing at home, that I'm navigating that appropriately, that I'm not giving one thing more attention than the other, because that will cause a rift. So I try to give myself intentional times. I try to be very structured in that. Um, am I always successful? Absolutely not. Um, is it going to take practice? Absolutely. Um, but it also takes a willing and um, understanding partner and one that's ready to navigate that struggle with you, right? Because as you transition, whether you work for somebody or you start to work for yourself, one of the most important things that you need to know is that you need to have discipline. You need to have structure and you need to have a plan. People that fail to plan, plan to fail. Right. So don't plan to fail. <laughs> make sure you make a plan. Um, so set up a different office, it, different areas so that you know that transition point. That's super helpful. If you don't have the flexibility to do that, try to make it a mental space in your mind. I call, I talk about this um, in um, in one of my um, in one of the books. It's uh, uh, mental triggers. When you go through a door, you can tell yourself when I come through this door, I am dad and you turn it on right away. When I walk through this door, I am so and so. And and it's it's I don't want you to think like crazy. It's more of helping you transition between responsibilities and the things that you need to navigate in your life. You cannot balance. If you try to balance, you will lose focus. All balance is is you giving your absolute focus, your determined attention to one specific task. That's what balance is. So when you try to balance or navigate your hats, you need to make sure that you learn how to transition between those hats, right? So the last thing that you're going to, that you, that I want you to think about tonight, um, this is something that's been really helpful. I'm still working on it, but being flexible. I remember when I had first moved from being a, being uh, like the lead tech doing surgeries to being in charge of surgeries and one of the things that I, I realized is that I was so rigid in my approach um, because I knew what needed to be done. I was like, okay, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. This is how I want it done. This is what time you need to do it. And it was really structured. And if you do that and you you don't have flexibility when things don't go your way, you tend to struggle because you don't know how to like not be on time or on schedule. And so give yourself the opportunity to be flexible. Give yourself the opportunity to, to enjoy the challenge. When things don't go as planned, what do you do? Do you make excuses or do you make adjustments? One of my favorite quotes is you got to make adjustments, not excuses. Every time I hit a speed bump, it's either slow down and continue to go over pull over, slide out and go by go by it. But I don't stop. I don't try to, you know, knock down the wall for a very long time. I felt like I needed to make things happen. I needed to kick down doors that weren't open for me. And you're going to run into a lot of trouble if you do that. So, I hope that this has served you, my friends. Make sure that you are not very rigid in your approach that you do not neglect responsibilities for any hats that you're wearing and that you don't change your your um, responsibility, um, don't change your um, your personality 
when you change hats. You can still adapt your your same personality can be the same with everybody else. You may just have to adjust how you approach people. Then that's understanding the different personalities, right? So you don't have to change your personality. You just have to know how to interact with that personality. So as you navigate the challenges of leadership, if you're in middle management, if you're a middle level leader, know that you make a tremendous difference. Um, in the Air Force, they call um, middle level leaders the backbone of the Air Force. And one of the things that I would challenge you to realize is that without a backbone, there is no structure. Things can't happen without a backbone, right? So in the meantime, if you are a top leader, you may be the muscle. Don't forget the backbone. If you're at the bottom, you may be looking up. Be inspired, being motivated. But remember that you help contribute to the success of middle management. Middle management contributes to the success of the top leader. But ultimately, it is up to you whether you're successful. Your challenge is to consistently be flexible, have a great attitude, have a great behavior, make sure you're consistent, and then you will always have the trust of your team. You won't, you won't fall behind and you won't be in the background for long. If you want to get ahead, be consistent, have a great attitude, show up every day and show out. As always, my friends, uh, it is a pleasure to uh, serve you guys. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you took some notes. Um, I see a few guys on here. So I see Austin, Teresa, Gus, Javier, Coco, uh, Lucy, Dominic, uh, Avor, and Tamal. So I appreciate you guys um, checking in with me tonight. Um, I hope you have had a wonderful uh, week thus far. It is Wednesday. Um, and like I said, as always, just go out and dominate your space. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent. Keep going. Never give up on your goals or on your dreams. Now remember, go out and dominate your space. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio.